Howdy folks, and welcome to the Dirt Road Cowboys Christian Podcast. My name is Dean, also known as the Dirt Road Cowboy, and I would like to thank you for listening in, whether you are a new listener or if you're a repeat listener, I want to give you my sincere thanks, and I hope you get something out of this. I just want to give a quick podcast today talking about something that kind of irks me when people say it. The saying, God doesn't, you know, fill in the blank, God doesn't do that anymore, or whatever. These folks are getting arrogant and presumptuous, thinking that they know what God will or won't do because they're basing it on Western civilization. Well, Western civilization is very much Luciferian. This is a satanic world that we live in. This is not a godly world. This world has been cut off from God, except by his people. His people are the only contact that God has with this world. If God were to try to come into this world in the form that he's in, like he did back before the fall of man, the world would be obliterated. Period. There's no way that this world, which is 180 degrees out of phase with God, could ever survive his presence. That's why he's only been able to come through in limited amounts in the past, before Jesus. I was going to talk about covenants a little bit more this time, but there's so many people that don't think that God honors covenants anymore. Well, I have news for you. Covenants are sacred to God. Always have been, always will be. They were thought of by him. They also say that God doesn't punish anyone anymore. That he doesn't avenge anyone. People think that that's just worldly, fleshly thinking. Well, the Bible is full of instances that talk about vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Even in Revelation, there are people in heaven crying out to be avenged. We look back after Cain killed his brother Abel, where the blood of Abel was crying out for vengeance. We're told that the entire creation is groaning out and suffering, waiting for the manifestations of the Son of God. All of creation wants avenged for the evil that's been done. We'll get into that a little bit further in the future. We're going to talk a bit about creation and how it can possibly be groaning out to God. But for now, I just wanted to touch on the topic of God not doing that anymore. Obviously, these people have never read in the book of Malachi where it says, I am the Lord and I change not. They don't read in the New Testament where Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That sounds pretty unchangeable. And besides, if God decided that he was no longer keeping covenants, then I hope you all have boats because the covenant with Noah would be abolished too and God would be free to flood the earth just like the wackos in the so-called science say is going to happen if the ice caps melt because of global warming will flood the earth by 300 feet of water or whatever because that's their junk science. There's no possible way that that could happen. If there was a halt to evaporation and the global warming melted every bit of ice on the planet, the seas would rise less than 12 feet. But if the world was hot enough to do that, then there'd be evaporation. So the water would evaporate and go back up into the sky again. 
causing cloud formations, which would cool down the Earth, which would cause snow, and would return the ice. Okay, let's stop following a false religion of eco-science that's only purpose is to get out there and raise more money so that the country gets deeper in debt and the globalists profit from it all. Let's start looking at things through the eyes of truth. Anyway, we're kind of getting a little bit off track there, except for the fact that God honors all of his covenants. The New Testament even says that we have the best of the old and the new. That if we are Christ, then we are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Well, the promise of the Abrahamic covenant was spelled out clearly when Moses gave the law. He had to give the law to people that didn't understand covenant anymore because they didn't know what their rights and privileges were and they didn't know what their obligations were under the covenant. Abraham knew, but 400 years later, after being in Egyptian slavery, his descendants didn't know. God had to break it down for Moses so that they could explain what the blessings of keeping the covenant was, what the curses of breaking the covenant was. And the curses are poverty, sickness, and death. People say that God doesn't put sickness on anyone. Well, what about the scripture that says that if you obey the covenant, then he will not put any of these afflictions on you that he put on the Egyptians? Other people get in and say, oh, well, that was the devil doing it. Well, that would sound like the devil is divided against himself because the devil was controlling the Pharaoh. So why would he beat up himself? He would have put those diseases on the Israelites, not on the Egyptians. Other people will say, well, if God puts sickness on someone, where would he get it from? Breaking news, folks. It's all over this world. Now, if you were walking with your kid and a dog came up to try to bite your child, if you reached down in someone's yard that wasn't your yard and you grabbed a stick and hit that dog, you're using something that you found in that area. You didn't have to run home and get your own stick. You were using something that was readily available in that area. Sickness is rampant in this world and God can use it. Don't violate his covenants. Don't be a covenant breaker. They have no part in the kingdom of God. Read your New Testament. It talks plainly about that. God avenges covenants, period. God still makes covenants with people. We talked the last time about how you can't decide to make a covenant with God. The greater always makes covenant with the lesser. If God wants to make a covenant with you, like he did with Abraham, then he will present the offer, but there will be a sacrifice to make. Abraham was perfectly willing to sacrifice his son Isaac because he knew that God would have to raise him up in order to fulfill the promises of the covenant. Abraham had no worries. He wasn't shaking in his boots, worried about losing his begotten son. And if you didn't know, Abraham had other sons later on in his life. He remarried and had other kids. But that's a subject for another talk later on. If God wants to make a covenant with you, he will ask you if you would like to enter a covenant with him. There are great blessings, but there are also great responsibilities. Oh yeah, the Spider-Man quote, with great power comes great responsibilities. And it's true. God is entrusting you because he knows you. And if it's part of what you're called to do, something that he knew when he created you, then he will offer you the opportunity to make a covenant with him. And if he doesn't, you have everything you need in the covenant that he made with Jesus. The New Testament is still yours if you're a Christian. So don't worry about having a private covenant. Take advantage of the one that you have. All the blessings and rewards that Jesus came to give you. He lived and he died and he rose again so that you could be blessed with all the blessings of the covenant. Like I said before, if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. 
So when people start talking about how God doesn't do something anymore, walk away. They're ignorant fools. And if you're one of those, don't be an ignorant fool anymore. I am the Lord, I change not. Applies to everything. We're not under some greasy grace period here, people. That false teaching is completely demonic. It's trying to explain things away and put people in a position where they're free to sin. There is no freedom in sin. Sin is evil. Sin is covenant breaking. You're breaking the covenant and calling the blood of Jesus an unholy thing. Don't do it. People, we have to start living like the Bible is real because it is. And your life and your eternal destination depend on it. When you see something that God did in the Old Testament, whether it's a blessing or whether it's a curse, whether it is a lifting up or a punishment, God still does those things today. He works through angels. He works through people. The avenging angels have been sent out. The people that have been crying out for vengeance. God has heard them. God had to wait until someone with the authority came along to release those avenging angels. There had to be covenant authority for that to happen. Jesus did not have the right to send out those avenging angels. They were withheld until this time. Jesus told me himself that he didn't have the right. Someone's covenant had to be violated. They had to have the legal covenant authority. Or as we would say today, they had to have some skin in the game. And Jesus didn't have that. He didn't have that covenant authority to release those avenging angels throughout the world. Covenants are serious things. Like I said, God considers covenants sacred. Your enemies become his enemies. His enemies become your enemies. That's the way covenants work. So let's not just fluff this whole thing off. Let's get about our Father's business. Let's start enforcing our covenant rights and privileges that we have. Whether it's through the New Testament and our covenant that Jesus made, the New Covenant, or whether it's through a personal covenant. Either way, you have a duty to get out there and enforce the will of your Father on earth as it is in heaven. We have the power and the authority to do this. Jesus has been given all power, all authority in heaven, earth, and below the earth, and we have the authority to use all that power in his name. As his ambassador, as his representatives here on earth, we need to get out there and start doing the right thing instead of being held back by religious demons, by a satanic system that says we can't do these things by trying to push it off into the past like it has no application for today. That's completely wrong, and I'm here to wake people up, to get them out there, start doing the right thing. And that's where we're going to cut this one short. I've been under a lot of attacks these last couple weeks. I'm not going to get into details over it, but every day has been a struggle just to want to stay alive. I want to thank you folks for listening, and I want to pray right now that God will touch each and every one of your hearts and open the eyes of your heart, your understanding, that you may know the hope of his calling in your life and the riches of the glory of his inheritance in you. You are his child if you are Christ's. If you have come to Jesus, if you are born again, you are a child of God. Now start living like it. If you want to find out more about me, I invite you to come by my website at www.dirtroadcowboy.com and there you can find out a little bit more about me, some of my adventures, some of my products for sale and all that stuff. No pressure not forcing you to go there. I just appreciate you tuning in, listening, and I hope you come back in a couple weeks and we'll see if God wants me to talk more about Covenant or if he's got something else in mind. I just tried to take my orders from him and I wanted to get more heavily into Covenant this time, but I kind of felt a blockage on it. So I just wanted to get a few of these other things out of the way first. Thanks again for tuning in. This is the Dirt Road Cowboy signing out for now. Bye y'all. <music>